you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. The Around the NFL podcast is on the wrong side of 30. Welcome to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast presented by Intuit QuickBooks, the official sponsor of the NFL. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm coming to you from a city filled with heroes. Yes, still in bunkers, and I don't think it's changing anytime soon. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What is up, boys? Hey, Dan. How's everybody doing? Saucy. It's getting real, right, Mark? It's, yeah. It's, it's, there's some uh, dark forces now uh, that are coming over us. Solid, solid C. Uh, I feel like yesterday <laughs> was, uh, you know, hovering towards B plus. Still had some novelty attached to it. Um, we've dipped today, personally. Well, you've also you were in the Bates Motel through Wednesday, and now I could tell just by the background you are back at what appears to be your home. So I imagine that has been a bit of a rude awakening as well. Um, actually. As a fact check, this I still have this place for one more, one more episode. So that's the it is that there's the picture in the background that you questioned before. But I did spend um, a solid chunk of the day, as I'm sure some of you are on your own, um, homeschooling uh, a child. And I don't know if that's a career that I'm totally equipped to double up on, while also uh, finding out where JoJo Natson signed uh with so it's you know there's two things happening at once here you look great in that titans hat and uh bright red or i don't even know what color that is nike gear from the owners meeting though mark it is bright red wait throw your hands up again do you really have it's cold in here man it's freezing we've talked about that i I lost points to the west 
Just for the women. The holes in right. the sleeves are just for the I women. I thought that was we're Mark's good. theory. Okay, he's out. <laughs> um, he's, he's liberated. And just so we're on the same page, Mark, in terms of like total honesty here in the bunker on the bunker cast. Sure. Originally, I believe you had said that the uh, residence that you were in was through Wednesday, but now we're at Thursday and you're still there. So well, did what, something changed. So what? No. So what was going to happen was that today was the day that I was going to relinquish this space so that um, my significant other could work here. But her right. schedule's been jacked up. And in fact, because nobody on the planet wants to stay at um, Airbnbs in Los Angeles right now, we have re-upped for it at an, on a very affordable deal uh, into the recent... Well, because I, if I tried to do this show from what is happening at my home right now, you would have a, a fifth and sixth member of the, of the pod making plenty of noise about non-football items. Be honest. Are you squatting? <laughs> you mean just simply not leaving the right? The it's within it's within your legal right. Once you're in the residence, you don't have to leave. Well, that's. I'll say this: a week from now, that may be the strategy. I wasn't sure that was still a rule, but <laughs> I'm not sure either. Contact your lawyer first. Nothing. Nothing feels relevant anymore. Uh, and you know what? It is such a you know tense, uneasy time and. I did. I'm a little bothered by Sean Payton now is tested positive for the coronavirus. And I know Payton is going to have the best medical care possible. And I'm sure he's going to be fine. But it is just again, it's intruding. You know, we're using this football right now as a distraction. And then and then that happens. And you just from from my standpoint, just keeping it totally real, I just I get a sense of anxiety that if as these um, celebrities and well-known sports figures, as the number starts to mount, I get nervous about what's going to happen when the testings uh, are become more widely available. I, I I'm starting to get a feeling this is the bunker cast is going to become a regular way of life and um, things are not going back anytime soon. Is anybody else feeling that a sense of, uh, I don't know, anxiety? Oh, yeah. And I mean, I, I think it's safe to assume we are doing this for a while, even in a best-case scenario of the next month, how that plays out. Uh, I think we're going to be doing this for a long time. Uh, the, I think we're all on the same page there. Yeah, Keisha and I have only been outside of the house to take walks since the weekend, and when I last went to the grocery store, I wore black gloves and brought a mask with me. I think I'll be putting the mask on next time. I, I My anxiety is I can say my immune system is strong, but I don't trust it because I'm out here wearing gloves and a mask. And you also have a, ch- a child on the way. I mean, you've got a hot situation in your recent past and in the near future to uh, yeah. attend to. So I guess what we're trying to say is this sucks. <laughs> Did someone um, tweet a tweet a photo or like post on Instagram? Was that you, Mark? Yeah, because I think it posted the stream. So down below, like fans keep trying to jump into their broadcast and I'm constantly like banning them. <laughs> like, people are trying to get <laughs> Sorry. in. Sorry, let's right take now. that down there, Mark. Let's take it down. <laughs> Sorry. It gives you so- let's give it- it's going to keep Ricky busy for the show today. Seriously, I'm like just getting rid of people trying to log into our stream. Oh, I can see why, because it's got the um, <laughs> a hideous job editing, cropping, I should say, cropping the photo there. It has the very easy to type uh, oh, no. address. 
next to the stream up top. So there's yeah. probably like twenty, you know, twenty to twenty to thirty people in Ireland trying to get into the. Literally, show right I just now, saw so. one guy and he like started smirking because he could see it, and I was like, I'm trying to ban people. <laughs> Come on, Mark. <laughs> I didn't know that would be the effect. We're gonna need. You're going to need to update your Ningio uh, security online training courses at NFL Media. That's very – I am the only one, I assume, that did the Ningio course that came mm. out two days ago, and it was it was uh, pertinent. Yeah, yeah, that's Let's fair. put it that way. I'm um, heading uh, into NFL Network tomorrow, and I am very curious of what is the scene is going to be like there. I feel like like anything could – like Paul Tagliabue might just be in, in like a corner office. Tags. I respect the hell out of tags. I couldn't remember his name last week, but I respect the guy. I'll tell you that. Um, all right. So this is our – we I think we're reaching a record. We've tied in all time around the NFL podcast record. This is our fifth podcast in as many days, and we are going to close out the loop week strong and, uh, and tomorrow. So we are going to set an ATN record, six straight shows, and uh, we're doing it because it is the new league year, and even though – uh, things aren't popping off, and they really haven't been since the Tom Brady news. News continues to kind of trickle in, and we're going to keep you up to date on everything that's going on in the NFL, give you a little bit of a analysis, a touch of mirth, uh, figure out what's going on behind the scenes with Sessler, because I still think we don't have the whole story there with his living situation. I mean, why isn't Simone at that house now? How come she has been granted status? We really haven't had that much to do the last like three or four days, have we? Uh, I mean, it's. I think this is more about where the show occurs, and um, there's no reason to be here all day today, which is why I was home. And uh, if she were here, where would my nine and seven year old be? So I, I, there are, there is a logical reason why she's not here with me at the moment. Is, um, is the residence larger than your home? No, the residence. Uh, reminds me of the first apartment I lived in uh, when I moved to Hollywood the first time and was here for 75 days and worked at Hamburger Hamlet on Hollywood. And what I rented was a eight foot by eight foot uh, room that didn't have a big enough space for a bed. That's essentially this. I mean, I looked for a, a, a space that probably isn't even applicable to be on Airbnb and bang, <laughs> found it. And uh, not to make light of it at all, obviously, because people are dying. Of course not. Well, no, I'm moving on from your situation. Um, People are dying, of course, from this um, coronavirus. But I guess, you know, Sean Payton testing positive. Mark, we just recently came in direct contact with the man at the scouting combine. Uh, Do you have any concerns there? You touched him. I saw you touch him. Yeah, we talked about this on on one of those combine shows where – I believe the move was, and I had clothing on, and he did too. Obviously, we were in a in a crowded bar, but uh, you know, he was. It was there was a bunch of bros everywhere, and I like had to create like an alleyway for him to get through. And I basically put my hand on his shoulder and kind of tried to sweep out, um, you know, the the flotsam around us so he could have a walking path. But you're right; in the process, um, there was contact and close proximity, and. If I ever were to catch um, the coronavirus from Sean Payton, I think that's kind of like the coolest way, not the coolest way, but it would be a notable way to catch it. <laughs> I could think of some better ways, but that would be that'd be top five. I did just look it up in my phone because I did transcribe it as it happened in real time. Uh, you said, let's make some way for my man. And then according <laughs> to my notes, you clasped his shoulder and then yeah. Peyton looked up stunned and made eye contact with me thinking that I knew him and that you knew him, but nobody knew anybody. 
And Dan, that was um, 12, 12 seconds before I walked up to a random girl sitting at a table and took a giant swig of wine out of her glass. So um, <laughs> if anything, I paid it forward. If, if, I, if, if, if I've caught anything, so has someone else. So. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so let's get into it. Yeah, Sean Payton, test positive. Probably won't be the last NFL figure that we hear about that. It's popping up in all the major sports, um, but let's hope it doesn't. Uh, it isn't a news item that comes up too often. Let's get into the big news of Thursday, which is the Los Angeles Rams are maybe not a complete rebuild, but a complete reorganization organization of what they are doing and what their operation is about. And a huge domino fell uh, this afternoon when the Rams released Todd Gurley with the post-June 1st designation. You will remember uh, that he signed a four-year, $60 million extension is how it was described back in July of 2018, not even two two years ago. Uh, but later that season, uh, he was a dominant player, and then his knee started aching. It was an issue through the playoffs and to the Super Bowl where he bar- barely played. And then last year, despite scoring 14 touchdowns for the Rams, was on a workload, did not carry the ball nearly as much, had career lows and touches and yards, and didn't have the same explosion. And the Rams West, a team in salary cap hell, decide they got to move on from Gurley, even if it's going to be a, you know, a bad look organizationally and it's going to cost them financially. Yeah, I think we saw some improvement toward the end of the year and his agility, but it wasn't enough. And, and especially from a guy where, like you said, they reduced his workload and he still couldn't have that same explosiveness or regain that same explosiveness he did in, in his uh, all pro years. I immediately thought, well, ironically, this may open up a spot for Melvin Gordon to go across town and find a starting job in free agency at a much less um, amount than he wanted in the first place. But this is an opening now for him. And I saw that Adam Schefter reported that before Gurley was released, the Dolphins and Falcons were two teams interested in him. I don't know why you would invest a lot in Todd Gurley at this point. I guess interest is one thing. Why not take maybe take a shot on him? The fact that the Rams, who love what Todd Gurley meant to their organization so much that they gave him this contract two years before they needed to. I mean, he would have just been finishing his rookie contract this year. Um says what they felt about him, and they're not cutting him because of finances. I mean, they're saving a little bit of money once you get past June for to sign their rookie class in terms of the cap, but they're eating tons of dead money. Uh, they're just saying Todd Gurley can't help us win, that like he is a net negative that is like not worth having around as someone we would give the ball to. Like he's not, He's just not good. Yeah, it's like I think their scouting report on him should be taken into account by – all these people that want to match Todd Gurley with the Bucks and uh, Team B or C. You're right. The Falcons were mentioned, and, and they have a need. Uh, but I, I wouldn't. I'd want to get a really good close look at Todd Gurley before I paid him a cent. And I don't. You can't do that right now. So he, he, you know his marketability is probably hurt by teams wanting to take a um, a pretty thorough medical check on him. And I'm just you know the the Rams who also let Clay Matthews go, which is not as big of a surprise. Uh, but you hear that Brandon Cooks is out there um, as trade bait and that teams with him, similar situation medical-wise, very concerned about the concussion 
situation with Brandon Cooks. And, you know, it was noted on the on NFL Network, well, the Rams are fine because they love him so much. Well, it's like, actually, he sounds kind of untradeable at the moment also. And so the, it just to me, it's kind of crazy. And we say this all the time about teams that get into a Super Bowl window and then two years later, they're, they're on a totally different continent. But the Rams of today um, are in a shocking place if you looked at where they were two years ago. It's, it's just... It's it's pretty wild because they were the the epicenter and talk of the NFL and they are far from it right now. And you see how it works in the league. They were a team uh, entering last year and certainly the year before that, their Super Bowl season, where they were so aggressive in their free agent spending. And you just wondered, like none of us are capologists, but it just felt like the bill was going to come due eventually and they were going to end up being in a tough spot. And that turned out to be uh, 2020. And they have... Uh, a ton of work to do to kind of fix their cap. And at the same time, it is a complete world of um, mystery for them going forward. Here is just a brief rundown of who they've lost now in this offseason. Gurley, Dante Fowler, Michael Brockers, Corey Littleton, Clay Matthews, Nickel Roby Coleman, Eric Weddle, Wade Phillips is gone. Brandon Cooks, they're trying to offload. That's a guy, he's a really talented playmaker uh, in his 20s, but he cannot stay on the field anymore, unfortunately, because of these head injuries. And you imagine his market is very low as well at this point. So the Rams are in a very tricky spot. The window, again, closes so quickly, and they are just the latest example of that. It's it's early yet in the offseason, but I can definitely envision a scenario where we're picking them to finish last in that division with the improvement the Cardinals are making and the 49ers and Seahawks were playoff teams last year. So it would not surprise me if we end up picking them to come in last. Great test for Sean McVay. If he, if he's anywhere uh, as good as we were making him out to be two years ago, they should be competitive. I mean, they were a nine and seven team. They have lost a lot, but they still have, you know, Goff, Ramsey, Woods, Havenstein, Whitworth, Cooper Cup, John Johnson, Jared Goff. I know it's not nearly the same team, but if you're a really good coaching staff and a good front office, which we've given them credit for, they should be able to fill in those role players and at least be competitive in what might be the toughest division in the league. I'm with. I'm not even arguing with you, Wes. We might be picking them last. I might be picking them last. But if McVeigh is that good a coach and and Snead can fill find some role players here, they shouldn't be like a five and eleven team. I guess I don't. I don't quite I see them being that. that bad. In a way, I mean, it's it comes much earlier in Sean McVay's head coaching career, but and it's not the quarterback loss at the core of it, but a Matt Castle type test for Sean McVay because it's like he just has about 70 percent of the talent he had a year ago, if not less. The Gurley contract was stupid. I think they really wanted him to kind of be the face, and like he was their guy, and like. All these other moves, letting some of the defensive players go, to me, that those haven't been that big of a killer. Swinging and missing on Gurley that big sets them back. And as L.A. residents, it is a bummer because Gurley is, I think he's an interesting personality and a guy that was a perfect kind of face of that team. It just didn't work out physically with the knee. It looks like it's a chronic issue. He's just 25 years old. He was supposed to be the guy that was on, you know, he was on all the billboards about this new stadium opening. He doesn't even make it to the new stadium. So the Rams are in transition and it'll be very interesting to see where Gurley ends up. I hope he ends up, by the way, I hope he gets a a shot. First of all, I imagine he'll get another contract. 
Uh, but he ends up in a spot where we can see uh, if he has anything left. Because the one thing that is kind of been lost a little bit in the shuffle is that the Rams really were not set up very well in offense last year, including on their offensive line. I'm not saying that makes up for everything, but that kind of got lost in the shuffle and everything was just attributed to be Gurley being shot. That's fair, dog. All right. Let's move on. One little, one little X, yes. one little note there, because I, because I think this would get on your radar, Dan. That um, Jalen Ramsey, who obviously they give up two first round picks for, thinking this would um, you know, be the the guy that puts them over the top and shoots them into Super Bowl two in a row, uh, tweeted just simply "Wow" after <laughs> reading the girly news. And so now I think on top of it, you might be dealing with certain players who are like, "Do I want to spend my career and Jalen Ramsey's you know extension candidate?" Um, hanging around a team that maybe is heading in the wrong direction. I've I've let go of my frustration and disappointment in young Jalen Ramsey um, after the way he ended his Jacksonville career. But yes, I there maybe there's a little bit of karma coming after him now because he's in the middle of a, another rebuild on the other side of the country. Uh, moving on, gentlemen. Oh, by the way, Todd Gurley's tweet: "Damn, I got fired on my day off." Hashtag quarantine and chill. I mean, see, that's that's what when they say get your money. Like when he got thirty million guaranteed for those two years instead of like two million, it's like then you can make jokes. Yeah, I like Gurley. He's got a good personality. I hope things work out for him. Moving on, the Eagles make a good move, a big move for them, reaching agreement on a three-year, fifty million dollar extension with Darius Slay, who they acquired in a trade from the Lions. Earlier in the day, uh, in exchange for third and fifth round picks in 2020, so it's uh, cost them in this draft, but not a top of the line premium draft pick, and they get one of the best cornerbacks in the league in seven years with the Lions. Uh, he's a guy that always did the job in Detroit, uh, and now he joins an Eagles secondary that, frankly, Greg needed somebody like him to steady the ship. Yeah, they did. They brought back Jalen Mills. They they lost Malcolm Jenkins, but they needed a real cornerback. And he's someone that players seem to respect uh, his skill level in a way that pro football focus doesn't. Like Players seem to think he's one of the best guys in the league because he's one of the few guys that follows around number one receivers. I like uh, what the Eagles have done. We didn't really get into the Javon Hargrave signing the other day, but I thought that was one of the best value and impact signings they they added him to the defensive line slay slays an impact player too yeah i think if you're going to overpay in free agency i much prefer doing it with these nucleus type of players like you said impact javon hargrave and darius slay and i think slay's a top five cornerback in the league i like that as opposed to what a team like the lions is doing which is overpaying for mediocrity give me the eagles offseason i like it why why didn't the lions keep slay why was two, I don't think he would have. I picks. think they knew he would not have stayed there. I mean, it just seemed like the relationship was broken to me. But but on paper, you money talks. You move it well. You move him for a third and a fifth. And I, I you know, you, again, we just talked about what Jalen Ramsey went for two first. So and I get that that was too much for Jalen Ramsey. But a third and a fifth feels underwhelming. And to Wes's point, like they dropped fifty million dollars on Halavitai, who has twenty career starts. Um, in five years, and it, it, you went and got Desmond Trufant to replace Darius Slay, and they're probably going to have to go. Every mock draft has them, you know, unless they trade out of the spot, taking um, Jeff Okuda, the cornerback, in at number three. And so then you're just re, you're you're losing guys because it's like you lose um, Snacks Harris and you move on from him, 
and you go get Danny Sheldon. It's like you, you're moving away from veterans that you that you traded for just to go get new this, guys. And it's like I don't see Groundhog a team Day. that's yeah they don't they're not a team that stacks strength on strength ever. Does There's that, nothing about the team that's ever overwhelming for an for an opponent. Does anybody want to put a sandwich? Against me, I am certain the Lions are trading out of that pick, and they're going to pick up a bounty, and somebody's going to, going to go get a quarterback at three. Uh, anybody want to take me on on that? I'm with no, you because I, I think the you. suitors will, they'll, they'll, there will be suitors for that. Yeah, because right, right. even even if the Redskins did trade out of two for some reason, and you have to go to two to get a quarterback, there might be another person trading to three to get the next quarterback. I mean, don't the Chargers have to basically? I mean, depending on what happens, or the Dolphins. Like, well, or, yeah, I mean, they're, or the Panthers, or the right. Panthers, right? Yeah, um, Patriots, and then you know, yeah, come get them, Patriots. Patriots, go get to a come it, on. Somehow Belichick that, gets to the third spot with Matt Patricia for a seventh round pick. I guarantee it. Matt Patricia just lets New England in there for like a conditional seventh. No, please, Mark. The Patriots aren't special anymore. It won't happen. Just another team, though. They're not special for about four weeks. Then they're gonna they'll find Tom Brady's twenty one year old DNA successor. <laughs> um, oh, and speaking of the Lions, they do. Did you guys mention Desmond Trufant? We did it, and I thought that was a, a gamble worth taking. I, he played really well for the five or six games that he played last year. At least made it a lot of good plays on the ball. He was hurt for one of the first times of his career, and he was getting paid a ton. But it he's not getting paid as much anymore, and like he's always been a good starter. If they were gonna. Right. Le- at least they picked up someone. He's been beaten more often the last couple of years by average wide receivers. That would raise a few alarm bells to me. He's making eleven million a year. I mean, that's not that's that's cheap peanuts. these days. I mean, at this point, that's it's not cheap, but that's kind of like lower tier starter money at this point. It's I like, will always defer to you, and as as Wes uh, noted <laughs> yesterday, when it comes to contract stuff, because you're right, I, it's not my wheelhouse. So. Uh, speaking of Greg's Patriots, Joe Tooney signed his franchise tag tender. Didn't waste any time doing that. It's about for $16 million. And I guess nobody really put it together, uh, but it was the big, among maybe the biggest surprise of franchise tag deadline that Tooney ended up getting tagged by the Pats. And that was a hint in retrospect that they all of a sudden had more money with them than they were uh, maybe other people expected because Tom Brady was going out the door. And one thing that does annoy me, I mentioned that, Greg, that I've now read in multiple places that it was basically a lock that Jets, the Jets were going to add Tooney uh, and the Patriots, uh, you know, a little double dip. Not only do they get to keep this guy, they get to stick it to my Jets. Well, enjoy it while it lasts because you're not going to be able to do that too much longer. I, I would not be surprised if uh, they only franchise tag them just to spite the Jets. I mean, like the, it, it's Don't like if you're it. if you're Tooney's agent, you let that out there, and then you although you probably want that Jets money because right now he's just on a one year contract. I was uh, I was taken though with Bill Belichick's statement on the franchise tag, which made it pretty clear they really want to sign him long term, and he's one of the you know key players. And unless it's all just BS, I, I think they are really going to keep him. Um, all right, Joe Flacco. Wes, we had many spirited conversations about Mr. Flacco uh, last offseason. Uh, it did not work out for the former Super Bowl MVP in Denver. He flamed out, came down with another neck injury, um, and the Broncos officially uh, cut ties with him, waived him with a failed physical designation. He didn't require neck surgery, but he expects to get clearance and wants to play in 2020. He's 35 years old. Uh, he looks like he's heading towards 
uh, the clipboard stage of his career, whether he likes it or not. And I'm sure there are several teams that could uh, could uh, get better uh, in that quarterback room with Flacco as the number two guy. Yeah, I think if if Matt Schaub's career is instructive in any way, it tells us that Flacco has another five or six years of holding the clipboard and collecting millions and millions of dollars in that number two role as long as he keeps his mouth shut and is supportive of the starter. I, I don't know if it seems like... <laughs> what a different tone from Westling, 2019 to 2020. I don't think... <laughs> He's done. Keep your I mouth shut. I medicine on that one. Check, cash your check and shut your mouth. <laughs> he, he's, Flacco does not seem like a guy who wants to play till he's 40. Just the way he's talked, he, it would not shock me if he retired. Like, if he doesn't get anything but, like, a $4 million offer, I could just see him saying, so long, I can go work on my acting, get get back in that Johnny Unitas movie. Got to get that Unitas biopic <laughs> off the ground. You just got to do it. Uh, and we mentioned the Patriots and Tom Brady, who's no longer there. It has not been announced officially, but everybody knows Tom Brady is uh, the next starting quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, also, something we talked about on yesterday's show that for whatever reason, uh, uh, at least according to whispers slash reports, Tom Brady is like obsessed with playing with Antonio Brown. And uh, <laughs> he was interested in Brown joining uh, that great wide receiver room in Tampa. But rap sheet said that the Bucks are highly unlikely to sign uh, the former All-Pro wide receiver. So for whatever that's worth, that's what's going on there. I Part of that, I wonder, because the other report from Adam Schefter, and you've, you're hearing it all over the place now, is that all these free agents that aren't signed, and I realize at this point it's a lower cast of characters, are all calling up the Bucks, saying, we want to come to Tampa Bay and play with Tom Brady. So it's like, what if someone like uh, an Emmanuel Sanders or someone else is out there? Well, I mean, Antonio Brown is a nuclear bomb ready to go off. Uh, you know, I'm not sure that you have to go down the Antonio Brown route if all the other players want to join and up. They already don't need a wide receiver, to be honest. It makes sense, right? Because Brady, in a new surroundings, it's the buzziest move of the offseason in, in many offseasons. Uh, you don't have to play with, if you're going to get a chance to play with them, you don't have to do it on the stuffy Patriot way under Belichick, which is such, you know, business oriented operation. Some guys don't like it. You get to go down and play in Tampa with the tax breaks and Bruce Arians, who's the player's coach. I, I get why. Cause you could, I mean, guys could have always said, I want to go play with Tom Brady, but this seems like something where players would want to go there in this new exciting environment of what's going on at the big pirate ship. Yeah, I could see them signing a safety, maybe a a third wide receiver, a passing down running back, but I don't know where all of these like high impact free agents are going to come from. Most of them are already off the board. Hmm. I uh, I wonder with them. I mean, they are in the ultimate win. There is not a more win now team than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that I can remember. Because Bruce, they had their quarterback and their coach probably want to retire after one or two more years at most. I mean, Arians would love to get out of there. I mean, I, they need to win now. They should just go crazy. Two points for you. I don't, these things do not work out, though. So I I want to – I'm excited to watch this as much for the potential um, implosion factor. One of the best uh, books I read when I was, was young was The Worst Team Money Could Buy about that Mets team from, I believe, what, 90 – one or 92 where they tried to they tried to simply buy a team and it did not work at all and they're still paying Bobby Bonilla and it's like <laughs> you know you never know what the ripple effect will be um, from something like this football typically 
does not reward these type of efforts. You've already uh, put it on record, Mark, that the five to six primetime games to the Bucks is on your radar. It always is. I mean, they deserve it more than most of the Cowboys teams that get under my skin for that, um, that reward from the networks. But I think it's going to be fascinating to watch. Like, I can't, I've never really imagined a time where the Bucks were the team I couldn't wait to see. And everyone must feel that way. It's like, we've got to see how this works. But the implosion factor is, um, is real. I just, it's definitely something we've seen a billion times before. I'm excited to see just how Tom Brady looks in a totally different, uh, maybe the offense will have similar traits because I'm sure he's going to bring elements of what makes him comfortable. But because the Brady, uh, the Brady Patriots last year were the opposite of exciting and a fun offense to watch. So I, it really, he's got totally different personnel around him, different coaching. Will it change the style of play? Or is Brady at 43 years old, Brady? And it's just, it's going to look a lot like uh, what was going on in New England. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe he starts speaking his mind. Right. That is exactly what I was thinking more than like more than anything. I'm really curious if because we keep hearing from the Jeff Darlington's of the world and and some others that he was really looking for a coach that would like let him just, you know, treat him like an adult and he could he could do whatever he wants. If that I'm curious if that'll extend into his press conferences. I kind of doubt it. I mean, how many crazy, interesting things is Tom Brady really going to say? Yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath on that. (laughs) Uh, Kicker corner, Dan Bailey uh, signs a three-year contract with the Vikings. That guy hangs around, huh? Like Dan Bailey's been doing the damn thing for a while now. He seemed like he was on the ropes, but now he's got a three-year deal. And finally, uh, Mark, in in a world world where everything is upside down and everyone's scared and, and worried about what's coming next, it is good to know that Colt McCoy, the namesake of your... Uh, youngest son is still in the league and cash at paychecks. He just signed a deal with the New York Giants to back up Daniel Jones. And this feels like it was something that always was going to happen, that Colt McCoy would be a backup on the Giants. And now here we are. Yeah, Colt Sessler, Colton Sessler, who was, as you mentioned, named after um, Colt McCoy the day that they, hours after Colton, came out of, um, into the earth, out of another area. Wait, what? Um, well, I'm just saying, like, you know, that's how childbirth works. And Wait, can he, you do the hand motions of how it worked again? It's like... I, I cannot. Like, he... But hours after he was born, the Browns drafted um, Brandon Whedon. So it was an, an ill day to be introduced to the Colt McCoy experience. But um, my Colton is now an Eagles fan, and ha- his favorite Whoa. coat is an Eagles jacket. He loves the Eagles, and... Uh, so Cole McCoy is doing the Dodge game. He's played with the Redskins. He's played for the Gi- He's going for the Giants. Let's come on. Let's make this thing happen in Philadelphia. I would say this: if you've got Daniel Jones, Cole McCoy, the person, <laughs> Cole McCoy, the person is one of the best. I knew you'd have, have real analysis. I knew you would have no, no, real I just, analysis. I, I honestly, I read this when way back when, when like every Browns player fascinated me to no end. I read this book that Cole McCoy and his father like wrote together. And I was just like, this guy is the real deal as a person. And that was partly why the naming happened the way it did. Not because I thought he was going to go 12 and 4 four years in a row. And I truly still, still believe that about him. I think everywhere he's been, he's been one of these guys that would be awesome to have in a quarterback room. And if he can stay healthy, I think he's a pretty good backup, too. Does I seem to remember Spice Rack telling me about 10 years ago that Colt McCoy was going to be a better version of Jeff Garcia. Well, and then time. James Harrison there's, ended him. 
Yeah, James, that James Harrison incident um, on a, I believe, Thursday night football? or It, it was. was it was Thursday night, yep. The concussion where, you know, the Cole McCoy never really was the same person after that, um, even to this moment. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I, I, don't, I haven't seen him ever return to like those he, heights. He's like walking around in, you know, with his family this week, and he's just shaken. Yeah. Yes. By James that, to yeah, be specific, I mean, let's, yes. let's not say he was, you know, Joe Montana before that hit. Yeah. Well, he, he, you know what? I remember a game they won 34 to 10 I over know, the Patriots, Patriots in 2010. All right. Well, you know, Wes, Wes, has, Wes has put up a great article about the best, uh, you know, games you can go find on Game Pass. Go to week eight or nine, I believe, of the 2010 season and watch that. And, and Tom Brady looked like he had been slipped like three pills of acid in that game. Like he was not, that was fantastic television. <laughs> that was a beat down. We've been doing this podcast too long. That is the 100th time I've heard about that game. <laughs> All right. Uh, let, let's talk about Game Pass though. As many of our listeners know, the NFL has made it freely available for U.S. Uh, residents until the end of May and for international residents till the end of July. Um, and you can find... Hard Knocks, you can find a football life, mic'd up, but if you are looking to start looking at all these games available going back to 2009, <laughs> let's see, Ricky put up a sign that says, Wes, my firstborn <laughs> child, we named Game Pass. <laughs> game Pass I wrote wrestling. an article uh, on my, 20 of my favorite Game Pass games going back to 2009. It's wow. not up yet. Our editors are going through it to fix everything I did wrong. Uh, and it should be up tonight or tomorrow, nfl.com slash wrestling. Or uh, go to my Twitter page, and I'll tweet it out at some point. That sounds like a banger, Wes. I was up all night with it. It better be good. 20 of them. That's, that's you know, a lot of these articles, you know, they don't go past 10 when it comes to a list, and you know, outside of mock drafts. 20 uh, <laughs> named games is next level. When I, when I hear that, Mar- you know what I hear, Wes, when I hear that? Daddy gets to take the rest of the month off. <laughs> I like that kind of party. Well, I only wrote like in detail about five or six of them, and then I just did like the one sentence approach to the rest of them. Mm. That, was, that was a deal I made with myself. Okay, that's always smart. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, that's what's happening in the news. Anybody else want to throw in anything else that I may have missed? I got to say the Vons parking lot right now is as empty as it's been um all week so maybe the grocery store mania <laughs> is uh calming down in the los angeles area go get that toilet paper for your butt for your hiney. you gotta get there in the morning for that that's gone by 9 a.m um dan are you gonna tell people like what you're doing right now <laughs> well now that we are stuck here in our respective homes uh, i'm picking up the guitar again and uh, I'm going to start practicing it. And uh, maybe if I make some progress, I will, uh, you know, serenade the uh, audience at some point. You, the yeah. guys heard a demo version of Doing it right now. Yeah, you're uh, just strumming. Well, what you guys, say, could you can hear 18 that? Could months or a couple of years. Yes, of course we can hear that. I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm gonna be a major league axe man by the time this uh, quarantine's over. I mean, during our before the show got kicking here, and Erica was um, trying to test mics 
Dan was belting out Old Man River and she had to mute him. No, I was, it was actually the Nirvana deep cut, Something in the Way. Underneath the bridge. <laughs> well, I'm not mistaking that for Old Man River. You were actually also singing Old Man River at some point. But. Animals I've trapped. We know the rights for this. my pits. All right. In that case, I'll stop. I feel like that song was played at more um, like middle school talent shows than it should have been. For some reason, people, <laughs> people love that that one. I don't think it, it's asking a lot of you musically or in terms of like vocal range. Maybe that was it. Maybe yeah. Was- yeah. Um, anyway, so if you guys, anybody wants to hear Nirvana covers, hit me up at Dan Hansis on Twitter and I'll facilitate it for you. I don't know how to play guitar yet, but I do know uh, how to read lyrics and, and sing. Anything else, guys? <laughs> What's going on with Definitely Greg not. Safety clip. Greg, why is your house so quiet? Did you finally, you know, just get rid of the kids? Uh, no, we set up... Wink, uh, wink, nod, nod. TV, TV time in my bedroom uh, as the podcast starts. You know, mm. they, that's, their, that's their reward for, nice. for a good day, so... I just um, ordered a 100-foot uh, cord to plug into my modem and reach to the garage, so we'll see how that works out. Because, we, again, we are not going anywhere. <laughs> you know what, though? That I, at least for now, they're not making us stay indoor, you know, indoors in L.A., I mean, like, in your house. And uh, we went to the beach this morning as a family, not to like hang out, but just to just to walk. It was empty. It was, it was beautiful. Did you keep a six six foot distance from any strangers? There were no there were no people within I would say thirty or forty feet at an, at any point. We were just taking a walk, but yeah, it's easy to stay away. Just random bodies floating out in the water, though. Probably a few <laughs> of them at this point. <laughs> Wes, how's Lakeisha doing with this? I owe her a phone call. I'm going to give her a call after this podcast. Uh, but I um, is she okay? Because I can't imagine. I've I've been around a pregnant woman when she's having her firstborn. It's a very stressful time, filled with anxiety under the best of circumstances. Well, you guys know Lakeisha. She's a rock. She's a very strong person, and I think she has some some anxiety about perhaps. Missing out on her baby shower with her friends and family in St. Louis. She's worried Sucks. a little bit about her mom not being able to travel for the delivery. Um, so those things are weighing heavily on her mind. But on a day-to-day basis, she has stayed really positive, as she always is. And um, we're getting along great, just the two of us here at the Hacienda. Love great. that, girl. I texted that I had a sneaking suspicion. The Wesselings are loving this time um, to be quiet uh, together. It is, they're lovebirds. You know, <laughs> you can't tell them not to uh, enjoy the moment if they're going to be told to just well, hang out I mean, together I, all day. They, that they're a great couple still in the newlywed stage inside a year. But uh, I don't know. There are some other factors growing within her womb that, you know, I just want to make sure she's OK. But it sounds like she's a well, we know she's a strong woman. I know. Thank you all for your concern. And she's got a good man. Our friend uh, Matt Casey, who had uh, his first beautiful boy uh, born right in the middle of uh, coronavirus this week, uh, Michael Connor (laughs) Casey. So it just seems like a wild time. (laughs) Good name. uh, To have a baby. But a bit of a missed opportunity. Could have been been, uh, Michael COVID Casey. That would have been a. (laughs) That that would have been fitting. Lock it in a place and time. I bet there's a lot of people um, creating babies during this period. That I believe that there's going to be a hospital explosion nine and a half months from now. So they like, say it's ten months. They say the baby actually is not nine months. It takes ten months. Is that accurate? 
So in 60 years, <laughs> we'll have a whole new generation saying, okay, Boomer? I think a lot of... Ooh, Basically. I think a lot of divorces, too. I mean, uh, a lot of babies, <laughs> probably, a lot of divorces. Probably a few, a little of both, a little of both. That's kind of, that's good. It evens things out, you know. Yeah, just to keep things fresh, uh, Mark, you and Simone, using this resonance can maybe do some fun different things to keep things, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, again, it's like, where would the children be during that yeah, exercise? Find a pop-up, pop-out number three, like Jason Campbell or whoever you want to No, I don't know. I don't think to. number three is, um, we're, we're going to just enjoy the baby produced <laughs> by uh, Wes and Lakeisha. That will be the baby that we enjoy from a distance. Thank you. I like that. All yeah. right. Very good. Okay. That's it. We'll be back on uh, Friday uh, tomorrow with our last show of the week. We'll go back to a more standard recording uh, style uh, next week. We're not sure if it'll be two or three shows, but we'll figure it out as we go along. Obviously, everything is in flux and fluid, as the Corpo overlords would say. But thank you for listening. And we, again, we're, we've gotten all the feedback on Twitter and on the subreddit uh, that you guys are happy to hear from us every day. And we've really enjoyed doing it. And our numbers reflect that where a lot of people are listening to the show. So you guys like us are looking for some type of distraction. And I'm glad that we are in this together, as they say. Thanks for listening to the Around the NFL podcast presented by Intuit QuickBooks, the official sponsor of the NFL. My name is Dan Hansa signing off for Quiet Storm, the mailman, the old boss, Ricky Hollywood behind the glass. Until Friday, something's in the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something's in the way. I feel like Delaware played this one. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite 
moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.